You're listening to the Social Media Addicts Podcast on the phillytech.org netcast network. Thank you to our sponsors, aweber.com, wistia.com, and getflywheel.com. Hello and welcome to the, the, the was it the 12th edition? <laughs> Some edition. Welcome to the 12th edition of the Social Media Addicts Podcast. I'm your host, Seth Goldstein. I think you have my co-host, Jody Rains. Say hello, Jody. Hello, Jody. Hello, Jody. <laughs> Live long and prosper, right? Mm. No, that would be like, no, wait, is that, that's this that's one. long and prosper. There you go. Oh, I thought that was V for victory. Uh, that's V for victory. Okay, anyway. Welcome to the show. Um, uh, to start off the show, let's talk briefly about um, how you can support the show. Before you even watch the show, let's talk to you about how you can support us. <laughs> please, please support us. Yes, um, you can go to support sp- Seth, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm doing the podcast network, so um, go to patreon.com slash phillytechorg, or if you want to help us out on Indiegogo, we have a campaign going for the next rest of the month. It's over at socl.bz slash Indiegogo. The, the links will be in the show notes, so if you want to support us, it'd be awesome. We've had some wonderful donors over there, so... Please, you know, give if you can. Um, we also want to thank our wonderful sponsors, and you'll hear a little bit more about them during the show. Um, um, Wistia, Aweber, Flywheel, and Zoho Mail. So you'll hear more about them during the show. So, Jody, what's the, first, what's the first story? Well, I'll tell you what. It's been a very active week this week in social media. Um, I'm going to switch this up a little bit because I'd like to kind of start with um, something that I've been paying a lot of attention to, um, and I think it kind of rolls over into the story about what Twitter's doing in terms of um, targeting ways to deal with with trolls. But there was a very important case that went before the Supreme Court this week. Um, It's the case of Alanis versus the United States. Um, The short version is that um, this guy, his name is Anthony Alanis, kind of bummed out, wife left him, and the way that he handles it was to start posting threats on Facebook. What a um, Well, the, yeah, because if you start looking at the tone of the threats, um, I don't know if you want to read some of them. No, we'll leave them alone. But he's pretty much saying, like, shooting up at elementary school, you know, slitting his wife's ex-wife's throat, quoting Eminem, but Eminem is doing his music. He's quoting it on social media. I mean, what a nut job. Well, and they were they were pretty scary. The wife found them to be very scary. She felt that they were threats. And legitimately, in my opinion, she went to the police. The police um, were alarmed by it as well. Um, they issued a restraining order. But the, the kinds of posts that he put continued, uh, so much so that the FBI actually went to visit him because he put po- no, something no, about... No. Yeah, posted something about going to an elementary school and um, harming the children at the elementary school. So the FBI visited him, and uh, after they visited, he posted something about slitting the throat of the FBI agent that visited him. So um, he's in trouble. Well, and I'm not seeing I'm not seeing anything redeeming about the types of posts that he put out there. However, he's claiming First Amendment rights. And First, oh my God! Let's stop right there for a second. First Amendment rights, I get it, but threats should not be First Amendment rights. Threats are possible violence. Violence is not a First Amendment right. Well, I mean, yes, I agree with you, Seth. I agree with you wholeheartedly, and I also feel that 
um, it, it, he's actually thinly veiling these threats by saying, well, like they're rap music or like he's a, a, an aspiring rapper. But my, my fear is that if the Supreme Court decides that it is protected, then what it does is it opens up this, this world of social media to these horrible trolls who are going to utilize um, a platform in order to threaten people with a thinly disguised veil that, oh, well, it's just, you know, rap music or um, it's a parody or whatever thin, nonsensical way they think that they're going to disguise it. The reality is it boils down to intent. And that's part of what um, the Supreme Court is being challenged with is, you know, to what extent does intent enter into um, the interpretation of what's being said. So um, I don't think we're going to have a response for uh, at least a week, maybe maybe not till the beginning of 2015, which isn't really that far away. If you think about it, yeah, it's kind of soon. But honestly, I mean, this is crazy. This is just nuts. I mean, and the thing is, is just wait. If they, if they rule that that was definitely veiled, but it's still free speech, and then the guy actually carries out what he's saying, then it's egg on it's egg on them. It's like you. No, it's worse than egg on them. We're talking blood on them. I mean, really. Exactly. I mean, this is. I mean, this should take them a little while to get back to it. You know, they should take their time and think about this through. Because if you also don't protect, this is free speech. What are the ramifications of that? Saying that, look, you can't do parody now. Like, there's both sides of this. It's like, yes, well, there's it's, there's parody, yes. there's parody, and there's parody. Okay, parody. Doesn't parody necessarily have to take okay yeah right exactly well when somebody there's is and there's parody language. when somebody is taking um, a direct attack at somebody with whom they had a domestic relationship you know that that's the definition of domestic violence that it has to do with obviously a relationship so it's a dating relationship a, a marital situation living together and one person is very upset because the other person left and then they decide that they're going to make threats I think that's different you know the underlying core of what they're doing is different than someone who is ha 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 making a joke about um, some singer or some artist you know it's it's personal it's venge vengeful um, and I, I think you know we'll, we'll see how the, the court comes down but um, I'll be watching this one very closely it has to do with context too. I mean, the guy was just got broken up with his wife, and now he's doing these parodies in quote, air quotes for our audio listeners. I'm doing air quotes. Um, honestly, you know, if you're, if it, it, it's context, context is context is everything. If you're if you're just a kid, it's you know joking around, and there's no contextual stuff saying like you're angry about something. Maybe it is free speech and it is a parody, and you're just being stupid. But right, right, and and but, he said you know he says that he was joking, but the reality of oh, it I'm is joking. that it's yeah, not right. funny. It's like if you stand up on the middle of an airplane and you scream that you, there's a bomb on board, that's not a joke. That's a federal you know, offense. If, you, if you're in a movie theater and you jump up and you scream that there's a fire, that's not a joke either. That's oh well, I was just offense. joking. You know, I mean. So, so we'll, we'll wait to see what, what's going to happen with this. But interestingly enough, when you talk about social media, in some ways they're already trying to approach abusive um, use of, of social media. Mm -hmm. For example, this Twitter. week, Twitter. Yeah. Well, do you want to talk about the story? 
No, you can. You're doing, it's, I, I interrupted your beautiful segue, so continue. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, Twitter now is rolling out a, an easier way to report abusive tweets. They're responding to criticism that they move too slowly in fighting harassment. So they're rolling out a new streamlined abuse reporting process. Um, Seth, I don't know if you're aware, but one of the things that I do in my spare time, whatever that is, um, <laughs> is, <laughs> is that I am uh, a volunteer advocate for an organization that's called Halt Abuse. And um, it stemmed out of a situation that happened to me, and it's something that's very near to, to my heart. Um, helping people, but I can't even tell you the number of people who are affected by abuse and trolls mm -hmm. through Twitter, through Facebook, through various social media. It's so disgusting. It is disgusting. It's, it's not it, funny. It's it, disgusting. It's like it, the schmucks. It's horrible, and I and I have to say, it's not just men; it's women also. But you know, you make you wonder. It makes you wonder what happened to um, chivalry and what happened to um, respect and integrity. Exactly. But it's just there's a lot of schmucks out there. Well, in any case, what in the changes that, that are rolling out this week, um, Twitter is trying to make abuse reporting more friendly, more mobile friendly, require less information, and overall trying to make it simpler to flag tweets and accounts for review. Um, Again, the changes that are um, to make the harassment reporting process easier, uh, the block feature, for example, making that give people more control over their Twitter experience and their interactions with others. So I, for one, applaud this. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about it, Seth? I think it's a great idea. I mean, it's not going to stop people from starting a new account and continuing on, but, I mean, it does slow them down, and, I mean... I guess they can eventually start blocking IP addresses and go further along. But I mean, if Twitter is finally realizing that there are there are a hotbed of trolls, and that you know people are leaving Twitter because they don't want to be part of a network that breeds this hatred and this venomous slop, for lack of a better word. I mean, I mean, I mean. <laughs> How do you it, really it, feel? <laughs> no, I mean seriously. I mean, I love Twitter. I use Twitter all the time. But like, if you look at some of this crap that's on there. People just yeah. spout off the mouth. They say, "Well, I'm Jewish, my number one, two, three, four. You know, and I'm a blah, 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 you know, you know, there's a lot of bad stuff. You know, number one, you can get into a lot of trouble, and you deserve to if you're a real, you know, jerk on this these networks. But uh, they also have lasting effects. I mean, it can cause that make make really detrimental effects on the people you're trolling. I mean, and we've seen it happen with celebrities where um, people make yeah, but comments. You're a celebrity, but you're a celebrity yeah. at that point. And here's and this is where it breaks down, is that you're looking at you know Robin Williams was a celebrity. Got, you know, may rest in peace. You know people could pick on him all they wanted because he's a celebrity. He has a he has a platform to then counteract that. His daughter doesn't so much. And Zelda Williams was trolled after her father hung himself. That's right. And then she was trolled off of Twitter. Thankfully, yep. she came back. Like number one, Robin Williams was a brilliant actor. He was a troubled individual, a great individual, and like people are a holes. I'm trying <laughs> to keep. I'm trying to keep us out of the explicit category of iTunes here, but so far as right, right. not a little too much. But you know, it's just well, you know, it's, that's it's, not it's a real, real world word, is it? I mean, it's isn't it like a? It's Yiddish. So it's a real word. Why, let me tell you. But anyway, um, Seth, don't we have some words from our sponsor? Yes, we do. Um, 
Today's show is sponsored by Wistia. Wistia is a video hosting analytics platform that helps businesses get the most out of online video. We use Wistia here. We use it you know, for all of our podcasts, video podcasts, and they're really good at optimizing the video for online consumption. That we're, and, it, and it's not as kind of, I guess, consumer-facing as YouTube is, per se, where at the end of every video you see, oh, here's some other videos you may want to see. But if you're a business, you want, to see, you want this to show up at the end. You want it at the end, you want to have a call to action, you want to have a turnstile where people have to type in their, their email addresses to see the video. Tons of great features, so check them out over at wistia.com. That's W-I-S-T-I-A.com. And tell them Seth and Jody sent you. That's true. Seth and Jody sent you. Exactly. Back to the news. Um, You know, Seth, I know that you're a journalism major, and I think you'll get Mm -hmm. a kick out of this story. Um, Interestingly enough, I have to say, a couple years ago, I was at NBC, and I was talking to the director of news there, and they were, it was an interesting way to kind of watch how they put together the online newscasts. And um, as they were putting the stories together, they're kind of brainstorming what should be featured. And the thing that kind of surprised me was that there wasn't even a mention at that point of social media. Because to me, social media, like you you pick up on stories, you hear what's going on, what's being discussed, you know, there's trending topics, so much information that you can gather from social media. Fast forward now to today, and NBC and Walt Disney, or actually Walt Disney Company's ABC News division, sorry, they are putting together one-minute-long news summaries that are going to appear every weekday, starting today, on the Facebook.com page. And um, basically, it's bringing social, a social media version of the evening news. In one-minute chunks. Yeah, have you seen any of this, Seth? I, I, I checked it out. It's, it's interesting, but it kind of reminds me of um, Now This News or Now This on Instagram. They have 15-second mm-hmm. videos of news events. I mean, it's kind of interesting. But when I watch the news, I kind of want to watch the news. And I want to watch a minute clip here, a minute clip there. I think if they do five-minute segments, it would be a little bit better. I think it's more of a length issue than anything else. I think one minute's a little short to really encapsulate the news. But it's an opportunity for them to use extra footage. Um, and also, it's kind of like an original, fully separate newscast just for the Facebook users who can access it. So, and is it only on Facebook? Um... I think it's only on Facebook right now. It's called Facecast. Yeah, I think it's only so far on Facebook. I mean, I would be surprised if they don't roll it out in other formats. Why don't they do you know six-second I mean? ones on Vine? Talk really fast. Possibly they will. Yeah, right? Possibly they will. Who knows? But, um, you know, or Insta, Instagram or, you know. Yeah, Instagram's 15 seconds, so. So it'd have to be very fast news. But, you know what, they can say a lot in 15 seconds. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, just you know, mainstream and social media. Now, um, the, now here's a question: is social media, and hopefully not doing that while you're driving, watching these one-minute clips, because you will get into an accident. What's going on with this? You know, driving selfies. I mean, selfies are bad enough as it is. Driving and taking a picture of yourself, you can barely. Dri- you can't even drive in text. Mr. Think you can take a picture of yourself. What the heck? 
What's this well, all about, Jody? Yeah, according to the Center for Disease Control, more than nine people are killed and a thousand people are injured each day in crashes where the driver was either visually, manually, or cognitively impaired behind the wheel. Only nine? Um, Wait, what was the stat again? More than nine people are killed and a thousand people injured each day. Each day. Each day, every day, in crashes. So wow. that where people are distracted. And what we're finding is that that selfie, you know, the picture, you know, taking a picture of yourself behind the wheel, um, so that people can post a picture to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. These are creating new problems for law enforcement. And um, hashtags like driving selfie, selfie, driving selfies, driving to work, hashtag, um, are prompting a new trend among social media users who are snapping photos and posting them while they're driving. Okay, um, here's, here's the thing, Jerry. It's one thing to take a picture of yourself while driving. That's a, that's a hashtag crash it. Happen. Then hashtag it, because remember, hash is not necessarily on the top level of your keyboard. You either have to hold down a key or to go search for it. So that's another mm -hmm. three or four seconds. Then you've got to post it. You're talking about like a 25-second to a minute action while you're driving. Well, apparently uh, we're going to get the explicit tag right here, but what the fuck? A recent, <laughs> a recent article. Yeah, I'll put this in an explicit tag, but what the fuck? They counted more than 3 million photos on Instagram under driving-related hashtags. All right, cops, police officers, go find these idiots and give them tickets. Throw them in so, jail. Slap I know, right? Slap the head. And um, an analyst for the um, automobile American Automobile Association (AAA), not to be um, confused with Alcoholics Anonymous, which also has a lot of A's. Apparently, they say that looking away from the road—I know, right? A lot of A's. Looking away from the road for only two seconds doubles a driver's risk of getting into an accident. So, Absolutely. obviously, posing and snapping a picture takes longer than two seconds. Like Seth pointed out, putting the hashtag in takes even longer. Not a good idea. I'm so. thinking. I'm thinking. Like you take the photo, you gotta frame it properly. So that's like five seconds right there. So I think we should do a campaign that says "Don't selfie and drive." Don't be an idiot. Hashtag Don't be an idiot. <laughs> don't selfie and drive. So. Darwin anyway. hashtag Darwin Awards. <laughs> I know, right? Don't pick out your so. neighbors with your car. I wonder how many uh, mailboxes have been taken out because of this. Selfie, so like, yeah, with a mailbox in the background. Right. Um, real quick, another sponsor break. Do you want me to, to do this you one? Can take and, this uh... one? You can take this one. Okay, so Flywheel is a managed WordPress hosting platform built specifically for designers and creative agencies. Flywheel makes it simple to build, launch, and manage client sites with its easy-to-use dashboard built from the ground up for the modern web designer. With nightly backups, blazing fast load times, WordPress-specific security, <laughs> and an awesome support team uh -huh. from WordPress developers, Flywheel helps thousands of designers across the world launch projects every day. So visit Flywheel. Visit Flywheel. You know, I have to tell you, Seth, um, my WordPress blog has been getting poached. Um, fortunately, with the security on it, uh, it does limit so that I can see when people are trying to hack it and also tells me that they can't get in. So a certain number of tries and, and uh, they get banned. Yeah, Flywheel is awesome that way. They, they really watch. I've gotten, I've gotten phone calls from them saying, Dude. Phone calls. I've got, I've, I've got like I, emails from them saying uh, something's going on. Check this out. 
So they're, they're really awesome. And there are a bunch of, like, there are like 25 people out in Omaha, Nebraska, running this service, and they're, they're an incredible service. We're actually going to have them on the interview show. Um, I'm, I'm going to interview the founder in next week, but we're so backed up on interview shows that it's not going to be released until the new year, but it should be an interesting show, so check it out. That's awesome awesomeness. Awesome so, awesomeness? That's a little redundant. So, awesome awesomeness. Now, did you do any shopping on Monday? On Monday or Friday? Yesterday. That was yesterday, Cyber Monday. I, I, I've been tempted to. I, did, I didn't actually do it. What about you, Jody? I Cyber Monday every day. So it's like I don't need an excuse to shop online. But Wait, so you cyber every day? Cyber Monday. No, cyber shop. <laughs> there Not bad. Just stop. Oh, my God. This year's Cyber Monday online shopping event was the most social ever, according to social media management platform Spreadfast. Conversation about hashtag Cyber Monday was up 75% on Twitter compared to last year. However, social media chatter about Cyber Monday is still lower than Black Friday. Really? So, Black, yeah, here's some, I noticed this year that Black Friday, my, my brother-in-law is very big on finding deals and whatnot, and he said he didn't find anything on Black Friday. He found stuff the whole week before Black Friday, nothing on yeah. Black Friday, and found a bunch of stuff yesterday. Well, you know, it's interesting, too, because the, the way that our shopping habits have changed. Um, my daughter works at the mall, and she had to work Thanksgiving from oh, 10, 10 p.m. on Thanksgiving nights, that's Thursday night, to 3 a.m. Friday morning. So here she is at the mall, of course, being the worried mom, I was up all night waiting for her to get home, but yeah. um, she said that there were more people in the mall at 3 a.m. than on a typical weekend afternoon at 3 p.m. Actually, I would just I, go there to be there at, at a mall that's open at 3 a.m. That's kind of exciting. Just to do it? <laughs> just to be well, there. Well, I've done, that so, I've done that before. Back, you know, a few years ago, I worked retail, and I worked Black Friday, and it's a madhouse. I, yeah, it is crazy. I used to work in, in the shopping center industry as well, so believe me, I've spent my, my overnights at the mall on many a, a, an occasion. But when she went into work the next time, so she had off during the day on Friday, went in again on Saturday. Saturday, quiet. People were still there, but not at all the, the numbers like it had been overnight. So I don't know, know whether it's the carnival atmosphere. She also told me that um, evidently they sold, they had like two furs, buy one, get one kind of stuff. She said that the, the store was stripped, like there was no merchandise. And I think part of the reason why Cyber Money Monday is so successful is because when you go online to buy something, you, you'll get what you want. You don't have to worry about whether it's on the shelf or not. And these, you know deal, I mean? buster, and these deal busters are junk. No, yeah. it's, it's I, I, I was disappointed in the box. Amazon Lightning deals this year. They're pretty bad. Yeah, I found one that almost, I almost bought. It was a flash drive. And it was, it was like 128 gigabyte, 128 gigabyte, which is still shocking to me that they have flash drives that you can carry a keychain there bigger than mm -hmm. my first computer. Right. But, um, I mean, seriously, I almost bought that, and I realized my wife would kill me. So I posted it on Facebook. No. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. in any case, yeah. So, so that was what was going on. But um, you know, it was it was just kind of like interesting to the the uh, Black Friday thing, the the sales. So they started on Black Friday, but they, like you said, they were the week before the Black Friday. So it was almost like 
week of Black Friday, and then I saw on TV they said we're continuing Black Friday through Saturday. So it's no longer Black Friday anymore. It's kind of like Black Week, maybe. Or Black or, Weekend. Or maybe, I, I don't know. It's just kind of goofy because it just seems to have become almost its own event in and of itself. You know, um, historically, Black Friday signified the first day for retailers that they went in the black. Up until that point, they were in the red, and that's when they went in the black, and that's why it's called Black Friday. Isn't that kind of sad that you're almost at the end of the year and you're finally getting into the black? Well, I don't think kind it works scary. that way. Yeah, I don't think it works that way necessarily for all retailers today, especially with so many people that don't even have brick-and-mortar stores, but mm -hmm. that's the um, derivation of the term. Well, thank you, historian Jody. Let's yeah. take another real quick sponsor break to talk about AWeber. AWeber, they are a fantastic email service provider. Um, they are not your email at Gmail. They are your newsletters. You can send your emails through them, and it gets delivered to people's inboxes. So newsletters go through them every day, and they help entrepreneurs, agencies, and small businesses connect with their customers through email marketing. Um, we, we use them, and we love them. And please go to aweber.com slash phillytech.org. No, phillytech. Tell them Seth sent you. Tell them Seth sent you. It's, it's aweber.com slash phillytech, and you can get a deal for the first month, it's only $1. And check it out. Try them out. You know, go for Jody. Make me laugh. Well, $1. And go around for, um, try them out for a month and see, see what you think. I We love them. They're great. They're great interface, whatever. All that good stuff. So check them out. So how about this, Jody? Talk about cyber. Apparently, the whole idea of Girl Scouts, which I used to think was having Girl Scouts come knock on your door and badger you to get their cookies. They're now outsourced it to online. You can now buy Girl Scout cookies from the internet. Isn't it the whole purpose of Girl Scout cookies? No, and I think it's a good idea, and I'll explain why I think it's a good idea. And that is, first you don't need of all, Girl Scout cookies in the first place. They just make you oh, fat. I do. I do. They bring them just to work. I wind up buying them and eating them. But but here's the, the first thing. First thing is, um, many households are now two-income households. So there is nobody home during the day to answer the door. And um, it makes it difficult for these kids to go door to door. It used to be like, you know, like the husband worked, the wife stayed home, traditional family. Not like that anymore. So it makes it more difficult, more doors to knock on, more difficult for kids to sell the cookies. Number two, when the kids are going to stores to try to sell cookies, a lot of the stores don't want kids standing out front. They don't want the liability. Um, Consequently, they are not allowing the children to go have bake sales or sell the Girl Scout cookies. I, for one, I'm annoyed when somebody is outside of a store and I feel obligated and I'm perhaps not prepared to buy cookies or whatever at that point, or maybe I just and you don't know, you'll know the kids. It's like, well, I'm going to buy cookies from you. You're a perfect stranger. I have nieces that I buy them from. I know, and I I you spend way too much. <laughs> I know. So so, uh, and I also personally, I don't like people knocking on my door. Um, it gets Ruger very upset. And oh, yeah, Ruger. He wants, yeah. yeah, he likes to eat children, so um, it's just not a good idea, kids, to come knocking at the door. So. <laughs> so if I can buy them online and have them sent directly to me, particularly if they use drones, because I think drones are cool. There you go. That's the way to do it. Right? Yeah. Send them, send them by drones, please. 
And one more, before we get to the picks of our week, one more sponsor break. I'm sorry, guys. One more sponsor break. Zoho Mail. Now, this is the email. Um, they are professional email for your business to provide email built and designed for businesses. They're low-cost professional email with business class features and security. So check them out at zoho.com slash email. Joel came to say hi. Say hi, Joel. She, she, she licks children for a living. <laughs> She's a good girl. She's going to be showing in Westminster. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah. She qualified. We registered. We got the whole thing going here. Westminster Dog Show, here we come. Was she in the New York Dog Show? That is the New York Dog Show. No, there was another dog show after the... Um, you mean the, the Philadelphia Day. Dog Show? No, after the Thanksgiving Day Parade, there was a dog show. That was the Philadelphia Dog Show, and yes, we were there. I had looked for you. Well, we were we didn't make the group, but we were there. Watching. We were at, at, no, we were in the dog show. Not, uh, the way it, we'll have a discussion about this at some point, but not every dog makes it to the part that goes on TV. There's like one uh, dog of each breed that makes it to that part, and we were not that dog. Although uh, she did quite well, and she got points towards. She had a major win that weekend. She did. She did really well. But um, but she was not. Cutest. She was not top dog that day. Oh shucks! So. All right, so the picks of the week. My pick is Word Lens. It's a very neat Android and iOS app. You literally hold your phone up to a sign in a different language, and it translates it in real time on the sign. So it moves the words around on the sign and does it. It's it's really bizarre, and it works quite well. So it's great when you go to Europe and you want to read the signs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all go and test it. I think we yeah, need it's free. It's free yeah. too. The best part is Google bought them, of course. Of course. And they made it free. So check Road them out. Trip. Road trip. So, Link to the yeah. Android app is in the is in the show notes. You can always search in the app store for that as well. So my pick of the week. Yes, what's your pick, Jody? It's called My Talking Pet. And it's, I think it's also available for Android. I know yes. it's definitely iOS. Um, but basically, it's a real cute, very simple app. It costs $1.99, which is like next to nothing. And um, you take a picture of your pet, you know, portrait, nice little face. And then you can animate the eyes and the mouth and oh, give it gosh. a voice and, and make it talk. So for those of my poor Facebook friends who put up with me, <laughs> you can see a See Jewel talk and Ruger talk and lots of fun. But it's it's very simple to do. Even a blonde can do it. Really? Truly. Oh my god, you seriously can make him talk. <laughs> oh boy. Everyone no, no, go check out Jerry's page right now and see him talk. <laughs> Is it really worth a dollar ninety nine for that? I don't know, it's cute. I liked it. So to me that, it's like it's like nothing. That oh, excuse me, little Miss Moneybags over there. <laughs> huh. Anyhow, that's been the social media action. I can't speak. Thanks everyone <laughs> for watching. I'm gonna go. Thank to you. Yeah, please. Not yeah. But listen, guys, if you have any um, thoughts about the stories, ideas for our stories you'd like us mm -hmm. to cover, um, particularly about this um, Supreme Court case. Because I'm, I'm really interested if anybody has any input on that. Yeah. Um, please write to us or visit us. Where should, what are our, where, where should they visit us, Seth? <laughs> I'm confused. phillytech.org. You can email us, and it goes to both of us at info at phillytech.org. 
Um, we are not a nonprofit, but we are .org. So sue me. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> All fun. right. On that Thanks note, again. don't sue me. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>